Hello, hello, it's Ryan Kills uh, with episode 12 of the Ryan Kills Audio Journal. Um, this episode is going to be the the second installment of, of episode 10, where I spoke about events, uh, historical figures, and the mindset of the people during Generation X, um, and and how later generations will, you know, view... Generation X, Generation Y, uh, and Generation Z later on down the line. And then today I'm going to be speaking about my generation, um, Generation Y, or what everyone likes to call us, uh, the Millennials. Um, The age of the Millennials roughly starts in the mid to late 80s to about the mid 90s. I think think 96, 97 is the... uh, is like the cutoff date. Uh, Generation Y is most known to be synonymous with the with the rise and the 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 mega boom of computer technology, social media, uh, cell phones, and how they eventually all connected together as one. Um, let's see, let's see. When millennials were kids, uh, no matter what year they were born uh computers they were just used for like a couple things they were just used for homework or some light entertainment uh like a quick game or something like minesweeper and uh what's the other one uh solitaire there was this pinball game that they had always had downloaded uh that's about it and then we would just go outside or we would play video games which um which was also uh, which was also booming. Uh, Super Mario was already worldwide. Um, we had Super Nintendo. Sega was cracking, and then eventually Nintendo sixty four and PlayStation became like one of the largest um, video game consoles. Um, so uh, that's even though we were still outside during our childhood. That's this is when you start seeing. Um, this is when you start seeing children are like slowly starting to uh, stay inside, either on the computer, or on on the video games, or just watching TV. Because um, yeah, TV TV was another. I guess TV had gotten more advanced with things like uh, MTV and BT. Um, yeah, just movies and yeah. So a lot of people uh, they were starting to. You know, stay inside. Um, Generation Y kids uh, growing up in the 90s or uh, or the 2000s, depending on when we were born. Uh, some of the historical events that happened was uh, Desert Storm. That was where the U.S. went to war with Iraq uh, the first time, as far as I remember. Uh, this is like the 1990, 1991 uh, they went to war over oil, and they had occupied Kuwait, um, and Kuwait was uh, was in a coalition, uh, coalition with America, so we had you know we we fought Iraq. Um, 9/11, another huge event uh, that shaped a generation, uh, actually the whole world uh, really, uh, with the twin towers in New York City falling. Uh, airplane travel, it became a lot more strict. 
Uh, pretty much the whole country was tense and on edge about another terrorist attack. Um, and that led to uh, George W. Bush uh, waged a war on terrorism, uh, which led to the Iraqi war. So we, we had fought with Iraq again in, uh, in 2003. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Other things that I can remember as a kid, as a kid. I don't know why it seemed like my whole entire childhood and and actually when I was a when I was a an adult um yeah it it was it was always these these weird scenarios or, or crazy phenomenon uh that were going to uh like end the world or put the USA in danger somehow. Um, let's see. As far as I know, looking at the analytics, all of my listeners are about my age. So you all should remember Y2K. Um, yeah, Y2K was one of the big ones. It was about 1998, 1999. It was reported that, um, uh, since 2000, the year 2000 was going to, you know, eventually come that the computers all over the world, they wouldn't be able to handle, I guess the clocks or like the internal calculator. I don't know. They couldn't handle the triple zeros in the, in the number 2000. So that would cause some type of catastrophic glitch and everything. They said computers would explode Satellites will fall out of the sky. Planes would fall. Uh, they said the whole world would go into war uh, because the missiles would just go off by themselves. Uh, yeah, it's uh, yeah, it was crazy. It was a crazy time, but obviously uh, it never happened. Another serial that I a serial, another scenario that I remember. Uh, the killer bees, <laughs> the killer bees from Africa. Um, similar, it's it's kind of similar to the the story of the the murder hornets last year. They were going to come from China, but um, uh, the killer bees were going to come from Africa, and they were going to travel over to the west, up through South America, finally reach North America, and just and just kill everyone. Uh, I don't know if I'm the only one listening that remembers that, but yeah, I mean, <laughs> it sounds insane saying it out loud, really, because uh, it was, yeah, they were on the news like like it was a like a horror movie, like they really thought that these uh, these African bees were going to come and displace like the regular honeybees, and then eventually like you know, start killing people. <laughs> uh, what else, man? What else? There were SARS, the, the anthrax letters, West Nile virus, uh, swine flu, mad cow disease, what, 2012 and the, in the Mayan calendar. Uh, what else? Bird flu, all types of stuff, man. Uh, yeah, it, it was, a. Uh, all these things that were supposed to, you know, kill the entire world and, and, and it just kept people on edge. Um, let's see, let's see. 
So let's get into the let's get into the mindset. So the mindset of uh, Generation Y, uh, speaking from personal experience, something that I've noticed, um, a lot of people, a lot of people kept uh, their life like the main priority. Um, And this is what I mean. Uh, You you would see millennials putting themselves putting themselves over things like work, college, marriage. You know, um, and this would cause a rift between uh, Gen Xers and millennials because it was a, a slight but noticeable deviation from what was like already normal. Um, so this is the start of veering away from the original plan of uh, going to high school, graduating high school, going to college, you know, getting that job for 40 years with benefits, retirement, you know, all the stuff that was a. A surefire plan for for Gen Xers, uh, something that I had talked about in episode ten. Uh, another deviation uh, from from the structure that was already set was, you know, like I said, getting married. Um, people would just, yeah, get married at eighteen, nineteen, maybe twenty, um, having a family, a house, you know, already like in their early twenties. And then that changed because millennials, uh, you know, were known for getting married later uh, for different reasons. Um, Yeah, the main reason is just uh, we're also staying home later. So it's like two and one. The reason why we're um, we're not getting married later is because we're staying home later, where, like I said, people would leave the nest at like 18 and they're already an established adult with with a job and kids and yeah they're on their own um let's see let's see yeah and i'm i mean i'm an example uh you know i'm 21 i I mean not 21 i'm 29 going on 30 still living at home um yeah uh, i have a girlfriend but i i'm not married yet i don't think i'll be getting married for like i don't know another two years or so Um, but yeah, if this was, I don't know, let me just pick a year. If this was like, uh, 1976 or like 19, I don't know, 1966 or whatever, people would just look at me crazy, (laughs) you know, but it's normal nowadays. Um, a third noticeable deviation, uh, that just popped in my head, actually, uh, I saw like the the mainstream like empowerment of women. Um, and I would say this started not started, but I would say you would see a big growth in this in the eighties and the nineties. Um, women were, you know, they were holding jobs in like corporate offices or whatever, a whole bunch of jobs that they never really, you know, never really held, uh, back in the days, you know, most women were staying at home or they would, work as, you know, jobs that were sort of mandated towards them, like a, like a secretary or a teacher. Um, yeah, no, but they were holding office jobs, you know, beyond that secretarial job. Um, let's see, somewhere beginning to, you know, become bosses and stuff. And it was, it was kind of weird for men because they were just like, Oh, what is this? But I mean, I'm, I'm glad that that growth happened. Um, let's see. And in, in the sports world, 
uh, women, they were, they were just, yeah, fighting for their, for their representation, like on TV and like in, in the sports world. Cause I know I remember watching, uh, Mia Hamm, she was all over the TV when I was a kid and she was a star of the, um, of the, uh, the U S soccer team, the, the women's soccer team. Um, I remember the WNBA was created, um, I remember watching a like one of the first games of the WNBA, um, and that allowed for what was it? Lisa Leslie, Cheryl Swoops. There's another one, Dawn. Uh, Dawn. It starts with an S. I'm a. Uh, I feel bad that I forgot her name, but she's a legend. They were all legends. They became legendary ball players once again all over the TV. Um, let's see. I remember the Olympics. Chris was it Christy Yamaguchi? Who's the other one? Uh, Michelle Kwan. They were uh, they were killing it in a. They, they were figure skaters. They were they were figure skaters. Um, and I mean I I can't forget uh, Venus and Serena uh, Williams. They just it was crazy. They it feel like they came out of nowhere. I I, I never followed tennis. So and they just started dominating tennis. Um, you know, two little black girls from from Compton, uh, Compton, California. It was just it just came out of nowhere. I remember they were skinny, skinny as a mug, dark skin, beads everywhere, white beads, just like, and they were killing it, man. So I I gotta say that I'm proud that I remember seeing them uh, playing their first. Uh, their first Grand Slam, and I want to say it was that Australia. I want to say it was in Australia, but don't I don't know. I don't remember. But yeah, I remember seeing them play. Um, let's see, let's see. I feel like I'm forgetting other important things about Generation Y. Oh, oh, yeah. I'm forgetting two things. Um, yeah, Barack Obama was um. Barack Obama became president, um, and that was really that was really impactful for you know a lot of people, especially black people, because you know just hearing from your grandmother, grandfather, mom, dad, they were just like I there I I would never they never thought in a million years a black man could be president, just because the the history of racism in in the United States. Um, yeah, and I, I, I don't know. I just, I couldn't believe it. So that was something that, uh, that was something really important that happened. Another thing, the recession, that's what I was, the recession, 2008 recession. Um, yeah, since I was in, I was in high school, so I, you know, I didn't really feel the effects of the recession. I didn't know anything about it, but I know that, um, you know, it was a very, a very uh, scary time for people. Um, stock market crash, people losing their homes, um, people, people losing their jobs. And um, yeah, the unemployment was, you know, the unemployment was high. It was, it was scary, you know, for a lot of people who, uh, who had spent their time planning uh, and had families and things like they, it was like they lost that in an instant. Like people became homeless and yeah, people really didn't know what, what was really going on. 
Uh, so that was another one. The recession was another one. Um, but all right, let me wrap this up. I think I, I think I'm done here. Um, let's see, let's see, let's see. Yeah, I'm gonna wrap this up. This was the twelfth episode of uh, the Ryan Kills Audio Journal. Uh, hopefully, I hopefully I spark some nostalgia for all the millennials who are listening. Um, yeah, uh, and little history lesson for the for the ones who will eventually hear this. You know, my kids and all that stuff, and grandkids. Hopefully, uh, yeah. All right. Thank you for listening. Peace out.